Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard in the Super Talk studios along with my good friend uh, Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday Eve. Yes it is and weather-wise, beautiful day today. Oh yeah. was yesterday too, but it's... um, Looking a little dicey, shall we say, for the weekend with the possibility of snow? Say it ain't so. Yeah, which could get extra nasty because it looks like it's going to come on the heels of some rain. Yeah. And overnight lows beneath, below the, the freezing mark. So, uh, yeah. North Mississippi especially needs to watch out this weekend. Uh, starting the work week with ice would not be a fun way to start, but... Uh, Hey, if you make preparations now, you can have your milk sandwiches for Monday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please don't say that's going to happen again, because last time it did, it was Perez and and, uh, and I here in the studios carrying on the show. I know you were stuck. You couldn't get I out. I could Down your... not get farther than about 100 yards up the road, because my rear-wheel drive charger just did not have the grip. Well, it was Perez and me. And we were, we were hunkered down at the uh, the hotel here, at the Hilton. And the biggest thing was we were hungry. <laughs> there wasn't anything to eat. We cleaned out the vending machine here in the building. There wasn't much uh, left in it. And then, of course, the restaurant at the hotel was not open. And, right. and those within walking distance, like the Denny's, pretty close by, the Taco Bell, I think the first couple of days they were open. I was able to grab a, a lunch at the Denny's one day after the show. but And then they shut down because I think their workers couldn't get in. I mean, it got to the point where you could only walk. I mean, the, the roads around us were without vehicles on them. Very slow and a few on the interstate from our view here in the, in the studio, uh, 55. But, yeah, I don't want to see that again. What was unusual is that it endured for such an extended period of time. And thankfully, this looks like if there is any icing, it should be gone within a day because the temperatures are going to get back up into the 40s and 50s for some parts of the place, some parts of the Magnolia State that are being forecast to get the snow and the potentially icing conditions. Yeah. But, thankfully, it looks like... uh, Central Mississippi and the Pine Belt and the Gulf Coast don't have to worry about that. Just might have a bit of a rainy Saturday, a little bit of a colder Sunday. Yeah. Uh, there is a chance that the flurries could get as far south as like Hattiesburg, 
but it's about a 30-40% chance, and it would be really early in the morning on Sunday morning. Okay. Well, sounds like kind of a short-lived oh, yeah. uh, event that we'll just have to deal with. And But don't want to see an extended situation like we had last year. That It just causes lots of problems. We're not ready for it. We don't get it enough to, I guess, be ready for it or have uh, sufficient assets to, to deal with it. Uh, and that makes sense. In the meantime, as the as the temperatures drop, the price of uh, gas, natural gas, in this country is rising, and it's a bit of a challenge for us here in the deep south, but not to the extent it is in the uh, northern states and the colder states where they rely heavily on gas and heating oil to heat their homes. And it's it gets cold enough there where if you don't, it, it reaches a point of danger. It's a problem. You, you, you can't survive without it. And um, the price of, of gas is is up. It's, it, so by some reports, the 20%, kind of on average 15 But that is a problem. Uh, in the meantime, Joe Biden's running around talking about voting rights, the end of democracy, doomsday, if we change that filibuster. That's what Chuck Schumer said yesterday. And once again, we, we talked about it here on the program when we first heard his speech in Atlanta, the president's, where he, he made the statement that he was arrested because he protested. I was there, that's what he said. He protested and marched in civil rights protest and that he was thrown in jail. He didn't say that. He said he was arrested. Let me clarify. I'm assuming, however, he could have just been booked and released. I don't know. That's what he said. But nobody can find any evidence that that ever happened. Why? Why would the President of the United States make such a statement to the public at a speaking event, I just don't get it. i got to tell you, I don't get it. He's been doing it for 50 years, and it hasn't hurt him yet. He's in the highest office in the land, so why stop now? Well, I, I hear you, and I think you're right. In my heart, I believe you are, but I... I don't uh I don't condone it certainly. No. But, but I find it unacceptable. I just do. I, I think at a minimum Americans have a right to expect that their elected leaders and I would argue even a higher standard is placed at the office of the presidency. The truth. Just the truth. I mean what what is the you think you're pandering to the to that local audience, because it was mostly, it appeared, HBCU students. Are you pandering to them? Do you have to a lie? A politician pandering? No. I, I know, but it's, I get, okay, it's one thing to pander, it's another thing to lie. To, to engage in the pandering by lying. I, I, I'm reminded, I think that also goes back to he's been doing it for 50 plus years, and for the majority of that 50 plus years, we didn't have smartphones with high-definition cameras Very and true. the ability to share that video instantaneously worldwide. So, 
you could get away with telling That's, little white lies on the campaign trail because nobody was going to be able to call you on it. Well, maybe he hasn't adjusted to the fact that everybody's running around with a camera in their hand and they can record and distribute to the world instantaneously while they're watching you. I mean, they don't, it's not like it has to go get developed or go through some processing or you've got to engage a third party to do that for you. It's kind of... I mean, all that was in its infancy when he was running for vice president. So, yeah, the majority of his political career was spent in a time when you didn't have to worry about it. Well, I can tell you this. While he's focused on the filibuster, even though he he spoke out against it regularly, and we even played sound from him doing that while a U.S. senator, his approval rating, according to the latest Quinnipiac poll... Which is kind of a moderate poll. I wouldn't. I wouldn't characterize it as as um, strongly left leaning or right leaning. I, I think it's kind of down the middle. Anyhow, his approval rating thirty three percent. Thirty three. That is a seventeen percentage point drop from uh, at some point last year where he was fifty percent. I think February last year. And this is really, uh, I think, totally due to voters' deep satisfaction, and it's typically voters who are polled, over the inflation response, which they're just completely oblivious to and dismissive of. And, like it or not, he's getting hung with a COVID-19 surge. Now, maybe as we approach peak on that and we start to see a decline and uh, just a better environment with respect to COVID. Maybe his his poll numbers creep up. But right now, inflation, uh, the economic situation within Americans' households is is what's driving this. More importantly, the uh, let's see if I can find it here. The job he is doing with respect to the economy. Yeah, here we go. Thirty four percent approval. Fifty seven percent disapprove. I would argue that doesn't, and this is the first uh, anniversary of his inauguration, draws nigh. I would argue that this isn't, this doesn't bode well for the Democrats' prospects. I think they're trying to focus on voting rights so as to distract attention from what folks want to talk about and hear about, and that's their pocketbooks. Always is. It's old James Carville in the in the 90s, right? It's the economy, stupid. He said it over, and he's right. This is what is top of Americans' list in every poll. But they just don't seem to be listening. We got jobless numbers out today as well. They jumped to 230,000 as a result of the Omicron surge. Not really good news. We got Secretary of State Michael Watson coming up next. Senator Daniel Sparks at 12.05 and tickets to give away. It's middays on Super Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 66. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 39. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 63. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 47. And for your Saturday, an 80% chance of rain, high near 61. 
This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world, the Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resource Resources Support Center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do everyone thanks so much for joining us midday super talk mississippi gerard and rhino 
in the Super Talk studios, as well as uh, the Secretary of State of the great state of Mississippi, Michael Watson. Good morning there, Mr. Secretary. Thank you, sir, for coming in. Uh, man, it's great to be here. Good morning. Uh, always good to visit with you. Family's good? Family's thing. great. Uh, they're doing well. Uh, I think Annie may have had a little bit of a headache this morning, but other yeah. than that, everybody's rolling around. Good to hear. Very nicely. Good to hear. All right. So, you know, those zany legislators are back at it again <laughs> over there in the Capitol. Uh, all, all our rowdy friends. That's right. Uh, of which you were once a member, that's a distinguished exactly right. member. So I can you, say it. That's right. In the Senate. Uh, so what's uh, what's on the plate for your office that is uh, of interest over there in the legislature? So our number one lead issue, obviously, is, is election integrity. And we've been talking about that for a couple of years here. Uh, obviously, what happened with 2020, and it was really on the forefront of everyone's mind and every conversation that we were having around the state. We can't lose the ball here. We've got to continue focusing on that. And as I've said before, and you and I have discussed, I don't care what your policy is. If it's if it's a tax cut, if it's medical marijuana, whatever it is, if you don't have good, clean, safe, and fair elections, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because then you can just fix the election next time and change the policy. So we've got to have confidence in our elections, and that's always going to be our first priority at Secretary of State's office. So we've got our legislative package that we're uh, working on over there and have some really good authors this, authors this year. Yep. Brent Powell in the House is, is working on that for us, and then obviously Senator Tate in the uh, Senate. Uh, so we're excited about the work that they're doing, and we'll be continuing talking about that everywhere we go. Okay. And I know uh, this is something we tried to get done last year, right? It is. It is. We had a couple of days of success last year. Uh, one of the issues that we talked about was proof of citizenship. And, yeah. and George, we got to continue to talking about that. When you'll recall, we talked about it three or four years ago on the campaign trail when we saw in San Francisco that non-citizens were allowed to vote in school board elections. And I said that at that time, listen, this will matriculate across the country. Yeah. Just last month, we saw New York. Yeah, New York City. Non-citizens will be able to vote in all municipal elections, all local elections. So, it, yeah. We hope that won't come to Mississippi, and I don't think it will, but we've got to be prepared. And this is something that we can't just sit on our, our laurels and look around and say, hey, we know what's going on. Let's be active, proactive, and work on this in the legislature. We got it out of uh, the House last year, and it died in the Senate. So we're okay. going to work on that this year. And, and again, we talked about voter roll maintenance last year. And this is one that, that people need to understand is is currently happening. We currently rely on federal law, so the the NVRA, and the key here is, Gerard, if we when we start talking about the federal, what's going on at the federal level, should something pass at the federal level, Mississippi is going to have to have something in statute, in our law, that we can rely on, that we can lean back on. Okay. We don't have that now. It, it, it is not codified in Mississippi statute. With so, respect to maintenance of voter rolls? Maintaining the voter rolls, okay. which is federal. Okay. So we rely on federal procedures now. With those change in new legislation, and Mississippi says, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You know, that is a state's issue. Tenth Amendment here. That's a state's issue. The federal government would turn around and say, oh, Mississippi, is that so? Because you don't have anything in statute. So what are you leaning on? I see. Federal law is what I you're see. leaning on. So we've got to get that codified, and that's very important. I know you've discussed this before, and it, but it continues to uh, resonate and stick in my head. And I, I would like for you to share that with our audience again. Uh, some examples of egregious examples, if you will, of uh, just what appear to be irregularities and errors in our present voter rolls that you are aware of in various counties. That's right. So when we came into office, uh, obviously Mississippi has 82 counties, and, and it's very important to talk about because I do want people to have facts. Mm -hmm. So we had 80, obviously 82 counties. We had 43 of them 
where 90% of the voting age population was showing up on the registered voter rolls. I think that number should be around 80-85%. Now, but you've got to go dig deeper there, too, Gerard, because okay. if you've got a transient county, DeSoto County, where yeah. people are moving in and out, sometimes those numbers are going to fluctuate a little bit. So, you, again, facts matter, so we need to talk about specific instances. But what we saw was there were seven counties that had 100% or more of the voting age population on their voter rolls, with the worst instance being 107%. So if we break that down and give a hard example, uh, let's say that's got, you've got 100 people in this city that are old enough to vote, but the voter roll says there are 107 people registered voters. Right. So Physically impossible. Correct. That can happen. So we, we use the example of universal vote by mail that you heard a lot about in 2020. And oh, by the way, vote by mail is expanded in this federal legislation. Yep. So we, we use this example of, well, look, if you had the universal vote by mail, which was widely talked about, you would have 107 ballots going out to this town where there are only 100 people that are old enough to vote. So you've got seven extra ballots floating around out there. You think about a municipal election that we've seen in Mississippi tied, one or two votes separates. So seven extra ballots out there can makes have a difference. An no, no doubt it matters. Yeah. So making sure that you have clean voter rolls where only the folks who should be voting in Mississippi elections are on those voter rolls is so key. It's so important, and that we do not have that codified in Mississippi uh, statute is a problem. That we seem to be running into hurdles getting uh, that done. What are the objections? I think that's that's a great question. Uh, this is the piece last year that we got out of the Senate, yep. and then it died in the House. Well, there was a, a piece in there dealing with what Ohio did a few years ago that went up to the Supreme Court, and I think that had some uh, drew some fire. Yep. And so we need to be clear on this, too. This year, uh, there are different versions of voter maintenance that are being introduced in the House and the Senate. Uh, so the legislature obviously has a mind of its own. They're going to pass what they think is best. Uh, so our key is, listen, whatever you pass, let's just make sure that we get at least get our current practice, that is federal law, uh, codified a Mississippi statute, so we'll have something to lean on. Sure. That's so important. And again, I, I can't overemphasize how important that is because – if something happens at yeah. the federal level, we have nothing to rely on here in Mississippi. Well, certainly, I think it's it's fair to say that the the level of importance has escalated dramatically, given what we see happening N- now that it appears the the uh, president's domestic agenda has uh, been put on ice. This is their total focus right now. So the president's going around the country speaking and promoting it. You got uh, Majority Leader Schumer saying we're going to put something on the floor. By the end of the month, I, I saw this morning, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi says they're going to go ahead and pass legislation like today, she's suggesting. So you're right in pointing out that we don't need to be blindsided by this and not have our act in order so that we've got something to rely on. If the Fed says, you got nothing, so boom, here's how you're running your elections now and maintaining your voter rolls. Essentially, that's what happens. It is. And look, we've been sounding the alarm here for a couple of years. Uh, so for anyone in the legislature to say, well, we just we weren't sure about that. That's No one could say that. Right. We've been talking about that in depth. Yes. So I think it's also very important here to, to, to separate this out again. I want people to understand the facts. So if the federal legislation moves forward, basically what will happen is federal elections – will have to be conducted as they say. State elections, again, we will have control there, but yeah. it will bifurcate the system. That causes so much confusion, money, time. Sure. You think about how so hard So are we saying be. we might, pardon for interrupting, no. are we saying we may have to conduct separate 
elections, federal, under the new federal laws, and then state that's under ex- our? That's exactly right. That's nuts. It costs a fortune. Again, you walk into a room, let's say we got a federal election, like this year. Yeah. You got judicial at the state level, you got federal at the federal level, obviously, yeah. representatives, uh, senators. Sure. So you walk into a room, you go over here to vote at a different table because there are different rules and regulations, right. and then you got to go over here to vote. It's crazy. Two different systems. And think about states that may not have the money to implement that. Well, yeah, like gonna, us. <laughs> they're going to have to choose. That's crazy. It's nuts. So if we don't have I, something. I'm glad you clarified that. I didn't know that. No, yeah, that's very important. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that, that makes total sense. So, um, you know, when you look at what the Democrats are pushing, and in particular now the president has kind of adopted this as his top priority and issue. And, and some of the rhetoric he used this this week in his speech in Atlanta, we've talked about on the program quite a bit, I, I found totally inappropriate and unacceptable for Absolutely. a president. But this is what concerns me, Mr. Secretary. It, it appears that it's all in an effort to try to um, establish an elections process that they could game and retain power. I mean, I think that's the, that's the nefarious behind-the-scenes intent. It appears to me, and I'm just talking philosophically here, and you sure. get your take on it, sure. that have we conferred so much power to even the, at the federal level that it's so important or they feel so compelled to do everything they can to retain it? Maybe they got too much power. Maybe that's the problem that we need to be addressing. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, it just that's what, like, 100%. why do you want that so bad? Control exactly, and and this is a an absolutely one sided yes totally. attack on our election system uh, that that would benefit one party and one party alone. You can stay for another second. Okay, we got another segment with Secretary of State Michael Watson. I want to talk about um, some other legislative issues that you guys are are working on and some things going on in your office. We'll be right sure. back. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Encella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers, all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's teachers are thrilled to hear that they're closer to getting a pay raise. Legislation passed in the House yesterday would increase starting teacher pay by $6,000 and give all teachers a $4,000 raise. Teachers' assistants would get a $2,000 raise. Now, that isn't the only historic legislation being debated this session. The House also passed a bill that would phase out the state income tax. Representative Trey Lamar calls the plan transformative. The first year of implementation, um, single individuals, uh, uh, the first $40,000 uh, that they earn would, would be, they would owe no income tax on that, and that would be 80000 for a married couple. And that would, uh, the numbers show that that means that about 50% of all the working people in our state would no longer mm -hmm. owe an income tax. Both bills now head to the Senate for consideration. I'm Kelly Bennett. It's richer and chocolatier. Count on Bluebell to make it into milk chocolate ice cream with delicious chocolate sheet cake pieces, chopped pecans, and a chocolate icing swirl. It's fresh out of the oven. <laughs> I mean freezer. The good old days are being made right now. Corner Market locations and all Sefco convenience stores. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, 
Go with the home team. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. everyone midday super talk mississippi secretary of state michael watson in the studio all right mr secretary we were just discussing some of your legislative uh, priorities and initiatives uh, and talking about getting the voter rolls cleaned up and and some stuff codified into statute what else uh, are you looking to do what's your office focused on there it's uh, the the big four pieces of that that piece of legislation that we're calling our integrity uh, package deals with number one proof citizenship we talked about that a minute ago making sure that only united states citizens are voting in our elections uh, number two the voter roll maintenance so making sure that our voter rolls are clean and again sure we rely on federal law now so we need to codify that into state law to make sure that we have that to lean on should a, a challenge ever come uh, the second or third piece excuse me is that the social media that we've talked about a good bit uh, when candidates are being deplatformed and by that i mean taken off where their message cannot be heard on a certain twitter facebook whatever uh, so we've designed a, a conservative approach uh, to, to combat that and i think the legislature will probably maybe attack that in a little more of a robust fashion as, as opposed to what we're putting out there okay. when you talk about zuckerbucks uh, when you saw the dollars that came in uh, from the funder or founder excuse me of, yep. of facebook yeah uh, and if you look at some of those reports how that money was used in different parts of the country uh, it is it is a bit alarming uh, so that's something we're going to talk about as well and then lastly uh, post-election audits uh, it's something that we've been talked about or been asked about a great deal uh, people need to understand right now in, in state law in mississippi the secretary of state's office has zero authority to conduct any type of audit on an election uh, after the election happens now if something happens in the middle of the election and a challenge is filed that's one thing but after the election, uh, there is no statutory nor constitutional authority for us to, to come in and do an audit. So we've got some legislation dealing with that as well. So that's kind of the, the four top pieces uh, in the election integrity package. Okay. Again, we'll be talking about that every day, everywhere we go, because it is so incredibly important to the state of Mississippi. Well, you know, I, I get concerned about some of the things that are being contemplated at the federal level in this elections reform legislation. One of those is same-day registration, walk-up, and voting. I mean, what kind of risks are there in that? Are fairly obvious, but from your perspective. Right. You, you couple that with automatic voter registration. Yeah. You couple that with uh, several other pieces that are in there, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But you think about any state that has a bordering state, uh, so Alabama, Louisiana, Tennessee. Somebody goes and votes in Alabama. Uh, they, they travel across the state line, same-day registration. Yeah. Uh, they do not have to have an ID to do that. And under this federal proposal, voter ID, and this needs to be very clear here. They're going to say, well, we allow voter ID in this new proposal, and they do. But they expand the definition of what can be used as a piece of voter ID. For instance, your bank statement. 
No, Gerard, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a bank statement with my picture. No on photo, it. Uh, photo ID. <laughs> utility no. bill. I've never seen no. a utility bill with my picture no. on it. No. So they may say there's voter ID, but there is no picture of voter ID that's mandated. So you live in Alabama. You come to Mississippi. You've got same day registration. You do not have to show an ID to vote. Yep. You just had a chance to vote twice. Yeah. So and one of the other things they want is to either extend the deadline or maybe not even have a deadline, I guess, <laughs> that, that mail-in ballots can be received and still be counted. So there's, there's a lot of talk about that, and let's be clear, too, here. It expands uh, vote, absentee voting in Mississippi, so you'll be able to vote by mail. No excuse. Right, no, no. excuse, yeah. Uh, early voting is included, at least two weeks of early voting. Yep. Automatic voter registration. Uh, you've got uh, Election Day as a holiday is one that's actually interesting to talk about. And then, clearly, we, we mentioned the, the vote by mail piece. So, yeah, there, there are so many issues with that. Now, I want to say this, too. I think it's, it's to be fair. This piece is so much better than the last piece that they had. Okay. Uh, but it's still a train wreck. You're talking about still, the for the people? Yes. Yeah, that was a disaster. Good yeah. gracious. Yeah, it's and, unbelievable. And what we have done is taken apart the for the people in this new piece of legislation Okay. and, and try to say, well, well, what did they make better? And so we can factually talk about what is in the language itself, because that's important. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this piece is bad, but when you look at this piece compared to the last one, yeah. it was incredibly yeah. bad. Yeah. So Agree. It's, it's not good now. But yeah, it's at least it's a little bit better. So one of the things that comes up, we got a question here this morning on the ceasefire tax line is, can does the federal government within its its constitutional purview to assert this kind of control over the elections, or do they have authority over federal elections but not over others? Right. How does so, that work? So. Obviously, under federal law, yeah. uh, federal elections, uh, they have some ability to mandate there. Okay. Uh, where we get into a crossways is when that comes into state elections. Okay. And as I talked to you before, yep. if you bifurcate them, then, then there's an issue. Because there's confusion, there's more money, there's more time, there's more Big people. time. So it's a it's a train wreck, and that's what the federal government tries to do, as we all know. Yep. Well, you know, if we just slide this in there over here, then maybe it forces them to do the yeah. entire thing. So Create problems so that you end up adopting what they wanted to do in the first place. That's exactly right. Under the auspices of, we're solving that problem for you. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's how they work. Yeah, okay. So all, all that's kind of bad. Uh, anything else you're working on uh, with the legislature? Uh, but I know that's a huge priorities, and you got. And I know you got a lot of other stuff going right. on. But I just anything else you wanted to share with our audience on that? We do. There's some cleanup work in a few areas of our, our office, and I think that's another important piece that, that folks just don't understand how how broad the office is. Yeah. Uh, you know, from from a scrap metal dealer uh, down to Thailand's land on the coast to, to 16th section yeah. land to securities to charities, you name it. Uh, so when we see things that we want to clean up in different parts of our office, we've we've got some cleanup language in different areas of. of of the office. Uh, but again, one of the things that, that has brought those changes to light is when folks call, and I've made this clear in our office, we, we never say no first. Let's make sure we understand the law. What do we have the ability and authority to do to make sure that we can get government out of the way? Sure. So a lot of times what has happened is we have seen that and said, well, you know, if we just clean this piece of the law up, giving more authority back to the people of Mississippi, which yeah. is where it should be. Right. Then, then we could operate a little bit differently. So some of these cleanup pieces actually came out of an individual calling, yeah, and they're saying, you know, 
absolutely that makes sense. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> the statute yeah. says yeah. this. We need to clean it up. So, you know, this this whole idea, and we talk about tackle the tape, cutting regulations, giving more authority back to the people of Mississippi. It isn't just in tackle the tape. It's yeah. an area of our office. So when we can clean those statutes up and make it easier for Mississippians, that's what we're going to do. So I'm seeing along those lines reports that uh, maybe uh, first time ever uh, a tremendous, uh, unprecedented uptick in uh, donations, political donations, to state secretaries of state for this purpose in those campaigns. And they're trying to get more friendly to this radical election uh, environment that the federal government's pushing. Secretaries of State have, have often kind of been off the radar. Yeah, uh, We saw in this last cycle, and, and you're going to see a really big increase this cycle, where these outside groups are now coming in because they understand the importance exactly. of the office now. Yeah, When you talk about elections, yeah. and, and it's also important to understand uh, not every state's the same. So, right. for instance, in Louisiana, elections are top-down, so their Secretary of State has a lot more input in that. In Mississippi, okay. we're bottom-up. Okay. So our localities, our circuit clerks, our elections commissioners play a lot bigger role than they do in other other states. Gotcha. So it differs by state, but what you're seeing is this concerted effort to make sure that there are more left-leaning Democrats yeah. or yeah. more right-leaning yeah. Republicans uh, because they understand the control that they can insert or, or assert yeah. into the election process. Amazing how that has uh, evolved, I guess, into such a high-profile issue. You know, and what I've said here, and, and perhaps you you have some uh, some knowledge of this, if somebody could just present. A, a voter who said, I simply could not vote because of the current election system. Has that ever occurred in the state of Mississippi? You ever had any voters call your office and say, I tried to vote, but I couldn't? And it not wasn't because of anything reasonable like under our voter ID laws. Has anybody ever said, I just don't have an ID and therefore I can't vote? No, and I think it needs to be made clear that when we pass voter ID, not only will we give you a free ID, yeah. we're giving people rides to yeah. the circuit clerk's office to get your ID. <laughs> so when people say that, it, you know, I just I can't vote, Yeah, I, I don't believe it. I mean, I, now, can it happen? Perhaps. But you haven't heard it. But I've not heard a single one in well, Mississippi. The argument would be more effective from those if who say that, 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 right, <laughs> if right. they just show me somebody who said, I, I, I you know, I'm willing to uh, attest that I simply, you know, under oath that I couldn't. <laughs> and think about it like this, Rod. We had incredible numbers in 2020. Of uh, voters. And imagine, think about what all we had. We had COVID. Yeah. We had so many things that were in the face of, well, you know, I may not go vote. And still the numbers were out of the roof. Yeah. So it's it's as easy as it's ever been to vote. Seems like it. But gosh, if you hear our president and Chuck Schumer, et cetera, it, it's like there's just millions of people whose vote is not being counted because they it's being suppressed by these these restrictions coming out of the uh, like Texas and Georgia for example I guess the most notable but yeah. well if you hear of some please let us know I want to pass that on <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on it's always a pleasure seeing you sir and uh, we look forward to a productive uh, legislative session let's get some of this stuff done amen we'll, we'll do our best thank you for what you do you got it Secretary of State Michael Watson has been our guest here on Middays we'll take a break right here come back we got Senator Daniel Sparks at 12.05 and Three doors down, tickets to give away. We'll be back.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 10 to 117.54. May cotton was up 15 to 115.13. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were down 23 and a half to 13.75, three quarters per bushel. May soybeans were down 22 and three quarters to 13.85 and a half per bushel. March corn was down nine and a quarter to 5.89 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was down nine and a half to 5.91 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 30 to 140.82. June live cattle was up 40 to 136.65. March feeders up 60 to 165.62. April feeders up 62 to 169.40. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 135 points, 36,425. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. We're back here on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us today. Paula Meridian, he shared a link to a a screenshot from the Secretary of State, since we just got through visiting with the Secretary of State, uh, the website, which which, when you look at it on the surface, uh, shows that $100,000 campaign contributions were made to um, Governor Reeves, and also it was the Tate for Governor recipient is how it's listed, and then friends of Mike Cheney from Pfizer. Okay, it, there's only one problem with that. It wasn't a hundred thousand; it was a thousand. That, according to what the Secretary of State. So right now, I've, I've asked Rhino to look it up. So Paul, what you can do is if you actually go to the Secretary of State website, and, and it, it's pretty powerful search tools there to uh, look at campaign contributions. Uh, and what you have to do is go to the entry and then click on the link that says details and drill into the uh, the actual certified signed campaign finance report. You yeah, if you're looking at the PDF, it has 118 pages and it's on page 31. But if you actually had access to the paper filing, it has 77 pages and it's at the top of page 29. And what does it say? Pfizer Incorporated. Not going to give their mailing address on the air, but it's from Memphis, Tennessee, and it was uh, 10-19-2020 in the amount of $1,000. Yeah. And so, look, it stands to reason. If you look at the screenshot there, Paul, you see they gave 1000 to Delbert, 500 to Chris Johnson, 250 to Richard Bennett, 1000 to the, sec- the Speaker of the House. Just unlikely they'd give 100000 to the insurance commissioner. And then a hundred thousand to the governor, but a thousand to the secretary. I'm sorry, the speaker of the house, and then the lieutenant governor. The problem is there's some errors, and I, and I've talked to the secretary of state about this. There are just some some data entry errors where data from the the reports is filed and then entered into the secretary of state system do not correspond. Here's what I can share with everyone. There's a big error on my account as well. The system presently shows that I made a, a donation at one point to Attorney General Lynn Fitch in the amount of $50,000. I did not. That particular, I've given her um, numerous donations over the course of, of time, uh, but that particular donation was $500, not $50,000. $500. Let me be clear. Not 50000 which that sounds like someone was hired for data entry yeah. and was told to input dollar amounts and inputted dollars and cents when it looks like 
the system was adding cents to it. And and look, there are in in the which the would old, give you two extra decimal places on all these reports. Sure, and easy to make that error if you're just flying through, entering from a report. But they're they're typically though I can just from experience when you build data entry systems, you've got some sort of hash totals that you use to compare ma- manual records that you're using as input. Uh, with electronic records, and, and if you if you end up with the wrong hash totals as a check, you know you got a problem. And so, uh, you know, and hopefully we're moving to a point where that's not even required, that you've got to take the actual uh, paper reports and then manually enter them. That's a, that's a problem. But I just want to point that out. I'm not really sure what, because there's a lot, this is going on, by the way, this is viral on social media, Rhino, if you haven't seen from people who were saying, CCC, Tate, took $100,000 from Pfizer. Well, no, it was 1000 But I'm trying to understand... Also wh- saw another weird one. Same exact paperwork from Juul. Oh, the... J-U-U-L. The, the, uh, the, the vape, vape people. Maker, yeah. $1,000. To who? Tate. Oh, okay, sure. So what? I mean, uh, so I've seen this theory... So does that mean he's going to be pro vape now? I've seen the theory. Uh, look, I've seen the theory from the from the pro medical marijuana people that Tate is opposing some of the provisions oh, of yeah. the medical marijuana so that Pfizer can sell more opioids. I kid you not. I've seen that as the argument. Think that, through that's that. That's the problem with conspiracy theories: is you have A, B, C, D, E, and right. everything else, and you go from A to Z. With a stop in Q and G. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's think. Let's think through this logically. We've had every legislator on the show the, uh, over the last couple of weeks since they've been in session, and we've asked them, "What is the number one thing that you hear from your constituents? Vaccine mandates. You agree? We've heard that. Okay. Now, the the governor's made it very clear he opposes vaccine mandates. Well, so if you if you think if, through the hundred thousand dollar contribution, Pfizer profits from vaccines. So it doesn't add up. Just doesn't add up. I, I don't know why people get off on these tangents like that. It just doesn't add up. Seems like if they were really trying to get him in their camp, he'd say, I support these vaccine mandates. Well, you got to remember, these are the same people that think a $10,000 donation to a United States senator has bought them for life. That ain't petty cash. A U.S. Senator. Break time here on Midday Super Talk News, Fox News, more talk, and Daniel Sparks at 12.05. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. Chris Foster. President Biden announces plans to send federal medical teams to six states with hospitals understaffed and overwhelmed by coronavirus cases. New York, New Jersey, Ohio, Rhode Island, Michigan, and New Mexico. He says he knows wearing a mask for protection may not be that comfortable, and good masks cost money. For some Americans, a mask is not always affordable or convenient to get. So, next week we'll announce, we'll announce how we are making high-quality masks available to American people, the American people for free. He says again, vaccinated people are far less likely to be very sick if infected. 
Wholesale inflation hits an all-time annual high in 2021. Prices at the wholesale level rose two-tenths of a percent in December, slightly less than economists were expecting. However, for the entire year ending in December, the producer price index rose 9.7 percent. Fox is Jenny Casola. New unemployment claims are higher than expected last week, 230,000. America's listening to Fox News. Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday, and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House passed legislation that would eliminate the state income tax yesterday. Now it heads to the Senate. Representative Trey Lamar told us in the first year it's implemented, the first 40000 a single individual makes wouldn't be taxed. That would be 80000 for a married couple. And if you are a uh, retired person uh, that's currently not paying income tax, if you're a retired person living on a fixed income, you still save money under this plan. The bill calls for a 35% reduction and car tags. The sales tax on cars would remain 5%. They eliminated some of the things folks didn't like about a bill they introduced last year that failed in the Senate. The initial bill uh, went up on uh, went up on everybody that is um, that pays the sales tax right now. That included farming equipment, logging equipment. We removed all of that. So the only thing that would go up is the general sales tax, which would go from 7 to 8.5%. The grocery tax, currently 7%, would go down to 5.5%. I'm Kelly Bennett. Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. It's planting season in Mississippi, and our farmers are hard at work in our state's biggest industry. That means the roads may see some large, slow-moving farm equipment. It's important that everyone drive slowly, be patient, and stay safe while we feed Mississippi and the world. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it. Think of all the comforts your family enjoys around your home. When you include propane appliances throughout your home, you can have even greater comfort from endless hot water to softer clothing and cozier heat on cold winter days. With an all-propane home, you'll also enjoy greater efficiency and energy savings compared to all electric homes. Go to PERC.com and ask why propane. The answer will be clear. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Teachers across the state are pretty thrilled that the House passed their version of a teacher pay raise bill yesterday. Representative Tom Miles with some detail. It's going to give every teacher in the state of Mississippi a $4,000 raise. That'll raise the starting pay for teachers in Mississippi over $43,000 and some change a year, which, like I said, that puts us number one for starting pay in the southeastern average and the national average. The House bill would also give teachers assistance a $2,000 across-the-board raise. Now it heads to the Senate. 
it for consideration. More COVID testing kits are headed to schools. Fox's Jared Halperin has more. The White House is dedicating 5 million rapid tests and another 5 million PCR tests from federal supplies to school districts. Tests will be available by the end of this month, the White House says, though states can request them immediately. The CDC is also set to release new guidance this week to help schools implement test-to-state policies. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care. With many in rural areas having no access at all, Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioner. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into hour two of the program on this Friday Eve. Nice day in store today, tomorrow, and then a dicey weekend ahead weather-wise, as Rhino updated us. We've got, uh, don't forget, Senator Daniel Sparks coming up at 12.05. He is the vice chairman of the Senate Corrections Committee. And we got some tickets to give away later on as well. So, as we talked about on the program the last couple of days, the president is really pushing hard for this voting rights legislation. And uh, honestly, the the statement I made with the Secretary of State, just uh, sharing an opinion there, that if you're if you're working that hard and you're willing to just pull out all the stops, including basically telling half the country, if you don't support this, you're, um, you're Jefferson Davis. I mean, which is just nutty. And what's the guy, the, the Birmingham guy whose name I said I didn't even know? Bull Connor. Bull Connor, yeah. Who the heck was that until he mentioned that in his speech? And then, of course, the president's saying, I was there, and I got arrested. Uh, that's what, I mean, he's getting worn out about that, because everybody's fact-checked and can't find any evidence. Well, but, you remember he claimed he was also arrested with Nelson Mandela. Yes, that's right. And numerous other lies, right? My or that he drove a truck, or that he hit a home run. Yeah, the, the uh, double off the wall yeah. in the Senate baseball game. 
struck out three times when we did the research on that. I mean, why the lion? You you may have been right. He's just so used to it and used I mean, to not even, being checked on it. Even inconsequential things like that, or that seem inconsequential, like a double off the wall. Okay, that's a little white lie, but he ruined a man's life with his lying because he unfortunately did lose his wife and child in an accident, and for years said the guy that hit him had a liquid lunch when there's no evidence yeah, the no guy evidence. had a drop of alcohol in his system. T- totally good point and, and agree. And w- is it is it wrong? Is it is it a bad for us to expect the truth? I think that really is becoming a central question in our political realm, and I'm not just referring to the president. It applies at all levels, of course, when we elect people to service. I think at a minimum we're at a minimum we're entitled to the truth. We may not like it. We may not agree. But political power certainly now at the federal level has become so intoxicating, so far reaching, that literally people are willing to do anything and everything, including consistently lie to achieve such power and maintain such power. But this is all rooted in what happened on January 6th last year. That's that's their calling card. That's their trophy. That's what they point to. And, And certainly, as we've said here on the program, what happened was terrible, should not have. We denounce it. Do not agree. And it's our opinion. It's my opinion. I think Rhino's in agreement here. You may share a different one. Uh, Americans have a right to protest their government, of course, in, in elections and protesting the outcome. I think that's fully within their right. But to invade the Capitol the way that occurred, even though it was, honestly, it was peaceful. There was property destruction, but unlike what the left tells you, which is five people died and we're having a vigil and all that crap, it's just not the right way to do it. You know, they con- continued, by the way, to conduct business later that day. And there were incidents in the past, as I'm sure that many of you are aware, that, that truly were terrible in insurrection. I mean, they were truly insurrections. I think we had some Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican nationals, if I'm not mistaken, in the 50s that actually shot members of the Congress from the gallery and had to be carted away. There's a bomb that got set off in 71 in the ba- Capitol? Yeah, the Senate bathroom, I think, if I, a bathroom, I should say, that was directly beneath the Senate chamber. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the, the Weather, weather underground. underground. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. So, any those truly were, well, why don't we have vigils for that? Why, why don't we recognize, I mean, that was violence. That was, somebody came in to kill somebody. You come in with a gun, and there's a lot less lacks security and less technology back then to uh, to detect and protect against that. But you're in the gallery of the House, and you're shooting at House members. You're trying to kill somebody. All right, what about, even though it wasn't the Capitol, what about this Bernie Sanders wacko that shot Steve Scalise? He intended to kill members of the Republican Party practicing in a baseball game. To the point where he was asking people before he started shooting, this is the Republican team, right? Right. Exactly. The intent was to kill. There's no doubt. Why don't we recognize that? Well, 
Senator Marco Rubio, and I, you know, I'm I'm in the camp that um, I, I guess is kind of 50-50 on agreeing. Some things I agree with the senator on, some things I don't. I think he's an honorable person, and he's uh, usually I think articulate and pretty good about analyzing uh, various federal matters and and then uh, offering his opinion and, and communicating on those. Here's here's what he said uh, just yesterday uh, on the Hill about this situation. I think almost everyone would tell you that what happened on January 6th here was a terrible thing. It should never have happened, and it should never happen again. But I don't care how many candlelight vigils and musical performances you have from the cast of Hamilton. You're not going to convince at least more most normal and sane people that our government last year was almost overthrown by a guy wearing a Viking hat and Speedos. Okay? And I don't care you know, how many of these speeches the president gives in which he shouts out this hyperbole and, and, and all this melodrama, you're not going to convince people that having a state pass a law that says, for example, that you have to produce an identification is the same as segregation. Nevertheless, despite the fact that that's what most people in this country are worried about is inflation and all these other things, that's not what we're working on here. That's not what we'll spend this week on. That's not what the priority of this administration has been. That's not what the president is giving speeches about. They don't care. You may care about inflation back home. They care about the fact their crisis is that there's some laws in this country, for example, some states in this country that do not automatically force everyone to register to vote. They just automatically register everyone. That's the crisis. I mean, that was spot on. A guy in a Viking hat and Speedos had Tucker Carlson cause him Chewbacca, man. That guy is wacko. <laughs> but I really felt like that was a, a, a great way to, to summarize um, and characterize the whole situation. I, I, think I saw it right. put this way. One thing is an absolute fact. I could easily afford gas and meat when Trump was president. It doesn't matter what fancy terms Democrats come up with for the midterms or how many times they mention January 6th. They'll never get around that fact. Totally agree. Something else I learned in, in just looking at the history of uh, Joe Biden and Schumer and uh, other attacks uh, on the Capitol, as we just discussed, in 1987, I had forgotten Joe Biden ran for president the first time, 1987. In touring the South, he bragged to voters that um, segregationist governor George Wallace. He was a segregationist. I mean, there's no question about it. Governor of Alabama. He once praised him as an outstanding senator. <laughs> he, he accepted that praise and used it for political gain. Does that square with comparing those who favor some degree of voter restrictions just to authenticate that the person is voting is who they are, that they're eligible and qualified to vote? If you don't, you're a segregationist, as Marco Rubio said. You're a racist. You're Jefferson Davis. You favor slavery and all. I mean, that's the implication. This is what he's trying to imply. And then he goes on, of course, to say he was arrested during the Civil rights movement. That just didn't happen. The other thing that was interesting is that Stacey Abrams from Georgia ran for governor, still doesn't accept that she was defeated for governor, and is largely credited with the Get Out the Vote uh, initiative effort in the state of Georgia, which ended up electing two 
Democrat senators from the state of Georgia, and uh, also tilted the uh, the vote for president to Biden. Anyhow, she did not show up for the president's speech. Said she was busy, <laughs> something to that effect. You're too busy for the president. So she's distancing herself from him is what is, uh, I think, the implication of the I'm busy. Sort. And so she's, she's getting the wrath from folks on the left as well. Bewitched is bumping us out of this segment here on Middays. Appreciate that, Rhino. Good, good little jingle there on TV theme show Thursday. We'll step aside and come back with more talk. Senator Daniel Sparks at 12.05. Three doors down tickets later in the program. It's Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Encella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. At Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually that means when we're selling cars, but right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy! We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a deal. deal. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers, all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. 
privacy simplified. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail and your third fiance didn't show sometimes you want to go where welcome back everyone midday super talk mississippi that of course the theme song from the great television series cheers some consider it the best of all time what do you think that is definitely a top five theme song the show. What about the show? What do you think? Best uh, show. I can definitely I say it was a good show. I can confidently say I was not all that enthusiastic about it in its original run because I was a young man and it was way over my head. Yeah. But uh, yeah, going back and watching it, it's, it's pretty, pretty much pretty good. Yeah, I agree with you. It is. I, I think MASH would have to rank as my, my top. I, I can watch every one of them and never, uh, over and over again and never get tired of it. Uh, just fantastic. But uh, I agree. Cheers was good. Theme song was good as well. Uh, perfectly cast, wasn't it? Seems like it for for the roles the various actors play. Seems like that always makes it a big deal. Yeah, because, I mean, going into it, even as a little kid, not understanding the jokes, not, not getting the whole point of it. Yeah. Not even knowing the characters' names. Just looking at them, you got an idea of who they were with how they looked, how they held themselves, and how they talked. Yeah. So it was, yeah, great. That's awesome. Well, we enjoy that uh, here on uh, TV Theme Show Thursday. Appreciate that, Rhino. So there's a lot of stuff going on down there at the state capitol. Whoo, busy. Yesterday, the House of Representatives passed uh, legislation that would uh, raise teacher pay. Also passed... A, uh, a revised tax reform measure. Discussed that yesterday. Get into that a little in a little bit as well. And it is being reported in various news sources that we may see a medical marijuana bill pass the state Senate as early as today. You recall when we had Speaker of the House Philip Gunn on the program a couple of weeks ago we uh, we discussed all of these various initiatives with him, and his his point and his statement about the medical marijuana effort was that he was going to leave that up to the Senate at this point and let them run with it, and that would be Senator uh, Blackwell on the Senate side that's that's been uh, running point on the matter. So anyhow, it's being reported that uh, there is an expectation might get. Some movement in the Senate today, just to is Senate Bill 2095, by the way. It is uh, described as the Medi- uh, Mississippi Medical Cannabis Act of 2022. 
Did we talk yesterday reminding me about Canada? You can't buy cannabis in the state-run cannabis dispensaries unless you're oh, vaccinated. Yeah. you got to have the shot. <laughs> um, all right, and, there, and one of the provinces, Quebec, what is worth repeating, is considering imposing a tax on the unvaccinated. Uh, while we're on that subject, before I get back to medical marijuana, a question we had on the ceasefire text line is, what's the status of that at the Supreme Court? I did uh, receive a text early this morning from um, Attorney Pepper Crutcher that we had on the program, who did a great job breaking all that down for us. And he says that there is some expectation we may hear something from the Supreme Court today on that. So we, we hmm. got an eye on that. We'll see where that goes. And he was kind enough to send me the link that I guess he and his work uses at the Supreme Court to sort of track activity there related pertaining specifically to this matter. Right. And so we'll, we'll be watching out for that. So back to the medical marijuana legislation, Senate Bill 2095. It would allow patients to receive up to three and a half ounces of marijuana uh, per month. Initiative 65, of course, would have allowed five ounces. So there's been some some uh, concession there in terms of the quantity. An earlier draft of the bill would have allowed up to four. And anyhow, as, as part of the sausage-making negotiating process, it got, it got uh, pushed down to three and a half. And, of course, Governor Reeves, he'd already made it clear of his opposition to the five-ounce quantity contemplated in Initiative 65 and threatened to veto uh, over even the four ounces. He wanted it cut in half, but looks like the Senate's going to stick with the three-and-a-half ounces. Uh, not it's a actually lot. being discussed right now, looks like. Oh, in the Senate? Yeah, it says it's brought up to the Senate discussion at 10.17 a.m. How about that? Okay. So we may know something even before we're off the air here. Uh, of course, there's 22 conditions listed in Initiative 65. It looks like those stay intact in terms of what medical conditions would qualify one for certification. And, and let's be clear, it's not a prescription, actually. It's a certification. And physicians, certified nurse practitioners, physicians, assistants, and optometrists. I thought it was ophthalmologist. Optometrist? What's a DO? Is that that may be a doctor of optometry as opposed to an ophthalmologist, of course, which would be a medical doctor, an MD. So I think that is right. Uh, so optometrists would treat, I guess, glaucoma. Is that right? Seems like that's typically done through your the eye doctor, an ophthalmologist, that examines the eyes and detects glaucoma. Apparently, either or. An oh. optometrist and a standard ophthalmologist can detect and treat glaucoma. Okay, there you go. So, a pay, and, and I'm not saying an optometrist didn't qualify to do that. My guess is they are in, in eye examination. So. Optometrists are generally for the diagnosis and treatment of vision changes, while an ophthalmologist specializes in diseases disease. of the eye. Makes sense. So a patient has to have, uh, this is from the bill, and this is consistent, I believe, with prior versions of the bill, has to have an in-person assessment and, quote, a bona fide relationship, unquote, with the practitioner and a follow-up assessment within six months. I believe also, Rhino, Rhino, that the practitioner can only certify the patient uh, to treat illness or ailments 
that are within their scope of practice. Like an optometrist Correct. couldn't couldn't certify one for medical marijuana to treat cancer, for example. Right. Um, so uh, physicians can only physicians, by the way, can certify. Which that's not unusual for any prescription. Well, of really. course, yeah. I think I mean because you've got some experience with that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you had, say, you have a, a a guy that's a cardiologist. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he starts writing 120 oxycontins for somebody that he's only seen once. That's going to raise red flags with the pharmacist and the DEA and everybody else. And are pharmacists obligated professionally and and uh, to to kind of um, notice things, detect anomalies like that, speak up? Uh, what can they refuse to dispense? Oh yeah, I mean a pharmacist can refuse to fill anything. I mean they may get in trouble with their boss, but uh, it's it's up to them. It's their license on the line. Okay, kind of like a bartender in a yeah. serving alcohol. I think they're technically Very responsible similar. for cutting you off, right? If right. they think you, this person's getting over the top here. So, uh, by the way, it should also be noted that only physicians, medical doctors, can certify minors, and that is. Uh, minors would be of the age range 18 to 25. And they are considered the most susceptible to abuse of drugs. Is and, and I don't I haven't seen any statistics on that. That may be true. Um, but I was thinking it was more because of the dangers involved with the development of the frontal lobe and abuse of drugs. Really? Yeah, because I mean, you, As your frontal lobe is still developing into age your range. early twenties, and the makes use sense. of drugs can inhibit its development. Okay, that makes t- I never heard that before. So it makes total sense, though. Uh, of course, I think again, this is consistent. Uh, it uh, requires a seed to sale tracking system of marijuana production and sales, strict reporting requirements for practitioners and those engaged in the cannabis business. It does apply and levy a state sales tax, which is currently 7%, to retail sales of cannabis, 5% excise tax for cultivation. Those funds go to the general fund. The uh, governing boards of cities or counties can opt out of allowing medical cannabis to be sold within uh, their boundaries by a vote within 90 days of passage of this act, and if they do uh, uh, vote to opt out, then the citizens can come back and opt out via referendum. They can override the opt out, if you will, via referendum. It also, a last point, and then we'll take a break and come back and finish this up, prohibits any lawmaker or their spouse from having an interest in a cannabis business in Mississippi for one year. Hmm. Cannabis businesses can be located in any area with commercial zoning, can't be within a 1,000 feet of a school, church, or daycare. Dispensaries cannot be closer than 1,500 feet to each other to avoid concentration. We'll take a break right here. we got uh, some more points on that to talk about. Also, we'll discuss the, um, the tax reform legislation, the teacher pay raise, lots of stuff going on on that as well. Whew, lots to talk about here on Middays. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 66. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 39. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 63. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 47. And for your Saturday, an 80% chance of rain, high near 61. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models, with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House passed legislation that would eliminate the state income tax yesterday. Now it heads to the Senate. Representative Trey Lamar told us in the first year it's implemented, the first 40000 a single individual makes wouldn't be taxed. That would be 80000 for a married couple. And if you are a uh, retired person uh, that's currently not paying income tax, if you're a retired person living on a fixed income, you still save money under this plan. The bill calls for a 35% reduction in car tags. The sales tax on cars would remain 5%. They eliminated some of the things folks didn't like about a bill they introduced last year that failed in the Senate. The initial bill uh, went up on uh, went up on everybody that is uh, that pays the sales tax right now. That included farming equipment, logging equipment. We removed all of that. So the only thing that would go up is the general sales tax, which would go from 7 to 8.5%. The grocery tax, currently 7%, would go down to 5.5%. I'm Kelly Bennett. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. 
Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. This is Jake Mangum. Not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for... Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Baywatch, bumping us into this segment. You are tuned in to Middays with Gerard and Rhino, Super Talk Mississippi, on this Friday Eve. So, I, I, I need to apologize. D.O. is D.O. and O.D. So, a, um, a an optometrist is an O.D. And a, and a D.O., as many of our, our um, listeners pointed out, is a doctor of osteopathic medicine. Uh, so I appreciate that, and I apologize for the conflation. Uh, D-O-O-D. Not, I wouldn't know. I hadn't been to an eye doctor in years. Uh, it's been yeah. a while for me, too. Um, but doctors of optometry are ODs. They are not, I believe I'm saying this correctly, correct me if I'm wrong on this audience, they are not medical doctors. They don't go to medical school. I don't believe and get a medical degree. I, I think but, one of the two has to between op- ophthalmologists. Yeah, does. ophthalmologists yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. They're MDs. They're medical doctors. Uh, so anyhow, just sharing with you the uh, the provisions of this medical marijuana. So it is our understanding uh, that that it's it's on the floor. I just got a text from uh, a friend in the house that says, "Yep, it's on the floor in the Senate right now." Senator Blackwell, the leader on that uh, effort has uh, been addressing the Senate, I believe, and presenting the bill and making the case. So it, it does uh, – there's a tiered system, by the way, of cultivators and the fees, and then you've got a micro-cultivator that has a 1,000 feet or less, and there's a one-time license fee there, and there's a whole stru- fee structure. I'm not sure if that's particularly of interest to our audience, but I don't see anything – in this bill that I can tell, Rhino, that would, uh, looking at kind of the controversial issues, first, that prohibits 
uh, it being sold in smokable form. I know that was something I believe that some members of the legislature sought. I don't think that's in there that I can tell. I didn't see it. But I also saw that some that wanted to perhaps, uh, I think it would be accurate to say, um, liberalize it a little bit. And what I mean by that is maybe uh, impose fewer restrictions. One of those provisions that uh, I think was proposed would be to allow outdoor growing. And so that also failed. It is my understanding and didn't make it. Because uh, you remember, that was that was a hot matter for a while, and they kind of settled on, okay, it's got to be indoors. Yeah, I think one of the arguments was that it's a, a hurdle to entry. It makes it harder to get off the ground as a cultivator if you have to do an indoor grow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's to, – to try to, I guess, limit just the explosion of growers, perhaps – um, I guess you could say that. If I assume that's the intent, but you put obviously, if you put more bars and barriers and requirements, typically that means you get less of something. Right. When you do it, I think that's that's pretty logical. But we'll see where all this goes. But it looks to me like we might get a vote today. And while that's going on, I'm getting notifications that uh, businesses, uh, the private sector, is bracing for the Supreme Court ruling on the VAX mandate. So a lot of stuff happened right here today, and we're uh, doing our best to keep you informed on that on middays. We may run out of time before all this stuff settled today, but have no fear. We'll be on it uh, tomorrow. Um, so anyhow, that's, uh, that's what's happening. Of course, yesterday we discussed at length with uh, Representative Miles, Tom Miles was in the studio at the tax reform measure that uh, kind of on the back seat right now, on the back burner, is medical marijuana appears to be the the top issue that's front and center being uh, discussed in the Senate on the Senate floor at the state capitol right now. But the uh, the tax issue, the tax measure, it uh, it got some amendments from its uh, original form, the income tax. In the increase in the exemption, thus dramatically reducing uh, the uh, tax bills for most Mississippians. It uh, it stays the same, $40,000 exemption for an individual and 80000 for a married couple. That's, that's the key point of the income tax change. But some other things that were changed around originally, the first version, it uh, it called for an increase of sales taxes from seven percent to nine and a half percent, with some exemptions and exceptions. But that is that is now changed uh, and been reduced down to a one and a half percent increase from seven to eight and a half, keeping Mississippi's sales tax rate uh, at or below the surrounding states. But then the grocery tax, which in the original bill was uh, scheduled to be eliminated. That now has been reduced from seven to four percent, and uh, and then the other major change was a reduction of the price of car tax that Mississippians pay. That uh, has been whacked by thirty-five percent, and the state government has committed as part of that provision to make whole the uh, counties and cities who receive uh, funding and income from those ad valorem taxes. I think that probably summarizes the main provisions of the tax reform. 
uh, bill that uh, passed the House yesterday and is awaiting uh, transmission to the Senate and debate there. Uh, you got to believe that might end up with some uh, future, or I should say, additional changes coming out of the Senate, and they might conference the chambers and get something done. Uh, and then, of course, the, the teacher pay raise. There's a teacher pay raise uh, bill that's in the House, in the Senate. The one in the House passed yesterday by an overwhelming majority. The one in the Senate, I don't think, has been voted on yet. And uh, I think that given the fact that we got two bills out of the respective chambers, you know we're going to end up with a conference there more than likely to get uh, something done there. Um, yeah, so uh, I just got a, a text. The grocery tax was phased down to 3.5% in the original bill. Uh, and that's for my friend Forrest Thigpen over at AFP. I thought Forrest that before it got to that point, it was actually eliminated. Maybe it was discussed and that never made it in, but thank you for correcting me. So went from we're talking about going from seven to four as opposed to seven to three and a half. Thanks for that correction. I know at one point there was discussion of totally eliminating it and taking it to zero, but I think now that I think about it, you're right. It never actually made it into the final draft of the bill. So the, uh, the big uh, change, I think, for most people is that the sales tax on all non-grocery commodities uh, goes from uh, down, to, uh, excuse me, up to eight and a half percent, as opposed to nine and a half percent, an increase by a percent, as opposed to two and a half, and that was what was in the original bill. But the grocery tax was reduced. Uh, down to three and a half instead of four. So you can see the sausage being made there with the math, essentially, is we're going to cut this one less and this one less, but kind of spread it out. We're going to cut card tags. All that's being contemplated. There's lots of discussion about this, and and um, there's still, I think, a lot of folks out there that feel like that they won't realize any savings on their overall taxes when you consider the, uh, all of those provisions, cutting the income tax, uh, cutting sales tax, or excuse me, increasing sales taxes, cutting grocery taxes, cutting uh, car tax, ad valorem taxes, and you add all that together, net it out, what does that mean to me? I still think it could be easily shown that the vast majority of Mississippians would realize an overall tax savings on that respect, especially if you think about the fact that if you're an individual and you make less than $40,000, you don't have an income tax liability. So Compare that to your current situation. If your married couple is $80,000, and then that's scheduled to increase over time uh, based on achieving certain economic targets, growth targets on the revenue side, and so forth. It's my understanding that the State Legislative Budget Office is predicting and projecting uh, fairly nice surpluses, even in the wake and post all the federal money that uh, I think it could easily be uh, attributed to as the driver of the surpluses that the state has uh, experienced and incurred, certainly in fiscal year ending 2021. And on the run rate we're on now, looks like we're probably going to produce another billion-dollar surplus in the year 2022. I think lawmakers need to be careful. We talked about this with Senator Pope when he was on, to be careful to 
to, uh, I guess, point to and rely on these one-time surpluses like this, which are certainly an anomaly, to fund increasing expenses in the form of teacher pay raise or, or fund uh, tax cuts or cover tax cuts, not fund them, but cover tax cuts and offset them. It, it's a very dangerous uh, approach. One-time money versus uh, to cover and offset permanent expense increases, permanent tax decreases, and hopefully that's all being considered uh, in the uh, in the design of this legislation. We'll take a break. Bon Jovi bumping us out here. Stay with us. Middays will return. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Take advantage of year-end savings during the Season of Inspiration sales event going on right now at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Mazda of Jackson is giving you amazing savings to close out the year. Now, through December 31st only, get 0.9% financing on all remaining 2021s in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Not only do we have amazing savings, but we have the most incredible credit team around. They work hard to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson during the Season of Inspiration sales events going on now. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Bellium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pellium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pellium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. We're talking to Ron Geis of Corteva about crop protection products. One of the things plaguing farmers is, will I have supply of my products that I want to have? Right. So we're advising farmers use full labeled rates of pre-emerge herbicides. So uh, in our market down there, we're probably selling uh, Sure Start, Keystone, mm-hmm. Full Time, things like that. In the corn market, uh, we're excited about our new soybean herbicide, Kyber. Three active ingredients, all three independently good on water hemp and amaranth. So uh, excited for that one in the soybean. But use the full full rates. We've been going uh, probably two-thirds of a rate on these early applications, knowing that, well, hey, my post-emerge will take care of anything that might have been missed. Uh, but if we get those out there at full rates, that's going to lessen the dependence on that post-emerge application. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our healthcare workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Now, Vic Tabak as Mel. That's right. Uh, love the hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, was that not kind of uh, a spring springboarded from the Karate Kid? Isn't that right? Is there a connection? She was the same actress, right, that played Daniel's mother. Was she not the same actress that was the... Was Alice? No, Alice was... Uh, she was the no, oh, that was Flo, the funny one, huh? That uh, they both worked in the diner there. Vic uh, Tabak was the owner, the cook. I, I I think I'm right on that. I want to say that Alice, she was the brunette, right? Was it Flo, the actress? Was the uh, kind of crazy one? Yeah, you had Alice, my Vera, grits. and Flo. Okay. And occasionally Jolene. All right. Um, From what I remember. Karate Kid? I swear I think there's a connection there. Maybe the, just the connection is it was the same actress that I'm thinking of. That was the mother of Daniel's son. <laughs> the Karate Kid himself. Uh, anyhow, no connection, says somebody. Okay, maybe my, the only thing I'm thinking of is the same actress. And maybe Randy I'm, Heller was the mom on Karate Kid. Her name's Randy uh, Heller? I don't see where she was in Alice. Sure, that was the mother on Karate Kid. How was her name? Randy Heller. Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she when does I was look a little bit like Polly Holiday, who played Flo. That's what I thought. I don't know. All right. Anyhow, yeah, Red, Randy Heller. You're right. She was the uh, the actress. Yeah, it's okay. It says here she she was. If I'm looking at this right. She was known for playing Alice in the sitcom Soap. Ah. That's where I got that from. Okay. 
Interesting. That was driving me crazy. You know how that sort of stuff was. Uh, I wanted to also just clarify, when, uh, as far as this income tax thing, just for comparative purposes, that the present exemption in the state of Mississippi for a single taxpayer is $6,000. So it's that which increases to $40,000. An exemption just simply means that unless your income, your taxable income, exceeds that level, you don't owe any income tax. So if your taxable income, when you compute all that out, it comes out to a figure that is less than 40000 as a single person, you got no tax liability. And, of course, your payroll would be adjusted. That would be incorporated to your, your payroll if you're paid via payroll to, uh, so that you wouldn't have any withholding for your taxes. And then for a married couple, it's, it would move from $12,000 to $80,000. So as a married or a couple or a couple filing a joint tax return, if your taxable income less than $80,000, no income taxes. So anyhow, that's uh, just wanted to show you the, the comparative there. That's essentially how the income tax initially is dramatically reduced with the goal of eliminating it totally uh, over time, just based on achieving certain economic targets and uh, revenue targets at the state. That's, uh, that's the way that is uh, going down right now. So Rhino just mentioned that he's paying attention, uh, checking in on the medical marijuana debate on the Senate. Yeah, they're debating amendments. Uh, they just had a vote on an amendment that would deal with retroactively clearing your record if you were arrested in the last five years or so for marijuana and then subsequently got certified for medical marijuana. I think that vote for the amendment failed, and now they're voting on an amendment that would change the timetable for how long counties and municipalities would have to opt out. But I think it's also going to fail, if I'm counting correctly. I just get the feeling that everybody's kind of ready to go with this deal as drafted and send it over to the House. That's just my gut feel at this point, that I'm not sure any amendments survive. Just a feeling. We'll see, though. Appreciate you tracking that, and we'll keep doing so for you. It's a big deal here in the uh, state of Mississippi. That's amazing that in the, the first two weeks, uh, you got to give a little bit of kudos to the legislature for taking up these rather critical issues right off the bat. Uh, teacher pay raise, uh, income tax reform, uh, and medical marijuana. Those are all three very thorny issues, controversial issues that are meandering their way through the legislative process. Fascinating how all that's working out. But what we got going on now is a break, because we are at the top of the hour. It is noon in the state of Mississippi. That means Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way. We've got uh, Senator Daniel Sparks. He's there down at the Senate, so he is informed he'll be on the show at 1220. They're still on the floor. So we hope to see him soon. Uh, in the meantime, here comes the news. We'll be right back on Midday. Stay with us.
for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says he'll announce next week a plan to distribute free, high-quality face masks for coronavirus protection. Today, I'm announcing our next deployment of six additional federal medical teams, a total of more than 120 military medical personnel, to six hard-hit states, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Ohio, Rhode Island. The president's having lunch at the Capitol with Senate Democrats to talk about voting rights legislation and changing Senate filibuster rules to get it passed. At least 10 Republicans would have to join Democrats to bring it to a vote. If they don't, we will be left with no choice but to consider changes to Senate rules so we can move forward. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Nobody in this country is buying the fake hysteria that democracy will die unless Democrats get total control. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Teachers are thrilled to hear that they're closer to a pay raise. Legislation passed in the House yesterday would increase starting teacher pay by $6,000 and give all teachers a $4,000 raise. Teacher assistants would get a $2,000 raise. But that isn't the only historic legislation being debated this session. The House also passed a bill that would phase out the state income tax. Representative Trey Lamar calls the plan transformative. The first year of implementation, um, single individuals, uh, uh, the first forty thousand uh, dollars that they earn would would be they would owe no income tax on that, and that would be eighty thousand for a married couple, and that would um, the numbers show that that means that about. 50% of all the working people in our state would no longer mm-hmm. owe an income tax. Both bills now head to the Senate for consideration. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Lottery is introducing a new daily draw game. It's called Cash 4. And if you know how to play Cash 3, you know how to play Cash 4. It's just that easy. You can play for 50 cents or a dollar. With winnings from $100 all the way up to $5,000. And you can play every day with drawings at the same time as Cash 3. Play Cash 4 and win more. Have fun, y'all. 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. New Orleans police looking for a woman reported missing a month ago were led to a home in the city's ninth ward. Fox's Evan Brown picks up the story from there. And at the home was parked an old bus, and in the bus was a deep freezer with a headless female torso. The home's resident is 34-year-old Benjamin Beale. He's in custody, but police say he's not cooperating. Michael Dardar believes it's his wife, Julia, who had gotten addicted to meth a year ago. She left him and their teenage daughters when they asked her to get help in June. A convicted sex offender with a long history of cyberstalking is under arrest for allegedly threatening to ambush and rape female real estate agents in several Mississippi counties. Frank Menka of Scott County had fled to Arkansas. He was arrested over the weekend on charges of cyberstalking in Lowndes and Lamar counties. There could be other victims. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Lowndes County Sheriff's Department 662-328-6788. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every afternoon at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, the Get Holiday Ready sales event is happening now. Visit your local Ford dealer and get the best offers on Ford SUVs and Ford F-Series trucks. America's best-selling trucks, 44 years running. Right now is the best time to buy with inventory arriving daily. Get your season started off right during the Get Holiday Ready sales event going on now at your local Mississippi Ford dealers. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply. To think deeply. And look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. It's Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios on this Friday Eve. So, Governor Justice, you know him up in the great state of West Virginia, Jim Justice, Republican, he says that he is, quote, extremely unwell, unquote, after testing positive for COVID. Had to cancel. 
last night's State of the State address, unable to deliver it. Said he had a sudden onset of symptoms Tuesday. He subsequently tested positive for the virus. Woke up in the morning with congestion and a cough. Got a headache, fever, so forth. Tested, decided to get tested. And he is infected. So uh, we will certainly wish and hope for a speedy recovery for the governor of uh, West Virginia, Jim Justice. So uh, anyhow, that's... um. That's where we are on that situation. I was doing some reading around, and, you know, so often I felt that it's it's difficult for us, and you guys may feel the same, uh, friends in our audience. I've made this statement numerous times, how in the world can we get some congruence and consensus on critical matters and issues if we can't agree on how many genders there are? I mean, it just seems fundamental. We shared... Yesterday, I believe, this story about a, um, a mother in, um, I can't remember where the mother was from, honestly, but uh, I want to say Texas, maybe, but was mad because went to make reservations for her child to fly on Delta Airlines and got really apoplectic because there was no option for a non-binary Individual, and that's what she describes her child as non binary, not a male, not a female. And when you you lose sight and you you don't have agreement, broad agreement on what's right, what's wrong, what's bad, what's good, what's past, what's fail, it um it just makes it difficult, I think, to achieve consensus and and, and, and pull the sled in the same direction. Pedophilia is a very sensitive subject, obviously, and it is um, one of the most horrifying Ill, ills on our society. But the left and liberals are really pushing hard to normalize pedophilia. And I think that's why there's so much emphasis from the left in school curriculum and even in instructor training and instructor education to sexualize so much of the content in schools, even at the lowest levels, kindergarten level. Like, why? We know we've shared some of that stuff here on the show Rhino, and you just can't believe it. Some of the material that that is being shared and presented to kindergartners. But anyhow, there's a there's a move to again normalize pedophilia, and they don't want to call them uh, pedophiles anymore. They want to call them people who prefer children or some. Intergenerational relationships. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm laughing because it's absurd. I'm not laughing at the issue. It's a serious issue. And it's it's sick, in my view. And, and yes, yeah, sick from the standpoint that it is a disorder that requires psychiatric help and treatment. Uh, but also, I think it's got to remain a crime. I don't, I don't see how... And, and, 
I know I've seen just because statistically most abusers were abused does not mean that the abuse is not a crime. Doesn't give them a right. That's right. And so, the American Psychiatric Association they have a they have a diagnostic and statistical manual, and I think that's pretty pretty much true for across the the entire spectrum of of clinical science and and uh, the, the dispensing of medicine, the diagnostic codes and the, the diagnostic definitions and so forth. And anyhow, they, they, this uh, American Psychiatric Association defines pedophilia as recurrent, intense, sexually arousing fantasies, sexual urges, or behaviors involving sexual activity with a prepubescent child or children. And so these guys are out to say, you know, this is a disorder that is really neurological, and it is understood. But and it's and they go on to say this is not something that people choose. They're just, they're it's just embedded in their in their DNA, I guess, the way they're wired, if you will. And and so they want to change all this stuff up to the point where they really they don't want to incarcerate them. They don't want to punish them for these acts. These heinous acts against children—they want to, they want to normalize it. Really, that's just part of uh, their goal here. And they just say it's not a choice to molest children. I mean, it's incredible, in my view, that uh, that um, they could go that far. But there's a lot of folks getting on board with this, and it's it's scary, in my opinion. And I, I think there's probably a lot of people listening to us right now that would say that are that are parents that would say if that ever occurred to one of my children, to a child, I, I'm not sure how I would react, and they might react very violently and feel justified in doing so. And it's hard to question that, honestly. But anyhow, it's it just gives you a kind of a glimpse into the the mind and the way these folks think. I honestly believe the ultimate goal. I, I keep seeing these reports of of uh, there, there's a video going viral now. You may have seen it, Rhino. This this individual in Baltimore who committed a series of crimes, and it just it just keeps the the, the crimes uh, and the charges keep getting bumped down to the point that he's just out. And he's laughing about it. He actually says in the video, we, I saw this early this morning and didn't have a chance to dig it up, but actually says in the video, I really should be in jail, something to that effect. I mean, this is the criminal. It just appears to me that the goal is to end all incarceration. Haven't we played tape, I think, here before, uh, Rhino, of one of the members of the squad, I can't remember which one, Rashida Tlaib, Elon Omar, one one of those uh, folks that they said, yeah, we we got to shut down all the prisons, and I think it was uh, Rashida Tlaib. It was an interview she had, as I recall now. She was serious. Yeah, we got to shut down all the prisons and let everybody out, and even got questioned by the left wing reporter on that. You sure? Well, we kind of phase it in is sort of the way she spun it, but it just seems like the goal is to decriminalize crime. To fully, totally end incarceration, and it's all in the name of racial equity. No consideration giving to, well, you broke the law. You hurt somebody. You you damaged property. You stole their stuff. Oh, no, we can't do that. We got, we got enough people of this race in jail. We got to stop prosecuting them. We got to stop charging them. We got to stop locking them up. I mean, that's the logic that's being used. So they can go 
parade these statistics up that say, look, we don't have as many. It's not as disparate. It's more aligned with society. The assumption is, well, the justice system has got to be totally flawed and corrupt because it, uh, on a disparate basis, is locking up more of a particular race. Without any regard, well, maybe that's because they broke the law. That ought to be the standard, not the race or the gender or the socioeconomic status, but that's the kind of crazy stuff that is going on in this country that I'm not sure about you guys, but that, that concerns me when I hear stuff like that. You, you cannot have a functioning society without the rule of law and without maintaining order and peace. It's a shame that we even have to do that. You'd like to think, gosh, everybody's just good and they don't commit these crimes. But the reality is they do. And you've got to have some way to control it. Otherwise, you simply cannot have a functioning society. Well, anyhow, I just wanted to bring up, I was just shocked to see that uh, this, this move, and this has been going on a while, but it seems like it's getting more traction to essentially normalize pedophilia. I mean, I'm having a hard time comprehending that and processing it, but it, it is unfortunately the case. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it for you and share it. We're going to take a break right here. We've got uh, Senator Daniel Sparks, I think, is scheduled to join us in the, um, in the next uh, segment. He's going to uh, join us via video which uh, we appreciate, because they're still on the floor down there in the Senate. I think they're talking about this medical marijuana bill. Maybe he can give us a, a first-hand, up-to-date uh, status of that. We'll be right back. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Mississippi Ag is Ag Up Equipment. Your family-owned John Deere dealer since 1947. We're raising and uniting our brand to give our customers an unmatched dealer experience. Our service is backed by 16 locations, making AgUp equipment more accessible than ever before. We're upping our game by adding a new location just for you. Stay tuned. Leave it up to us at AgUp Equipment, in-store or online at agup.com. Don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleEase can help. How can they help? PeopleEase can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote 
Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Hill Street Blues. Let's be careful out there. That's good advice all the time. Joining us now, uh, direct from the Mississippi State Capitol, Senator Daniel Sparks. He represents a Senate District 5. That includes Itawamba, Prentice, and Tishomingo counties. What I like to refer to is Appalachia up there. Beautiful country. We always talk about that. Senator Sparks, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking a bit of time out. You've been on the floor this morning, huh? We have. Thank you very much. We, we've we actually had our uh, supervisors and uh, ML, MML was in town, so our mayors and aldermen. So I got to spend the morning with them and then uh, come to the chamber, and now we're, uh, you know, yeah. addressing the medical cannabis bill. Yeah, uh, Mississippi Municipal League, by the way, MML, in, in case you weren't aware, uh, folks, appreciate that. Uh, all right, so what's the latest on uh, the, the medical cannabis bill? We have been discussing that on the program today and, and just kind of uh, conveying the major provisions of the bill that, that Senator Blackwell, I think, has been presenting. And we've been watching here from the studio. Looks like some senators have offered amendments. Where does it stand right now? Uh, well, they're still in the amendment process. We've, uh, you know, had several different offerings. I don't believe anything has actually been amended at this point. Of course, Chairman Blackwell, as well as his counterpart in the House and others, uh, Chairman Bryan and his committee, they've held numerous hearings just uh, over and over again have addressed this bill. So uh, a last-minute amendment's probably not 
well taken. Yeah, uh, that's what we said here on the program too. We were kind of just gut feel. Uh, handicapping uh, the the uh, possibility of amendments being included at like zero to nil. We, it just seems to me like everybody's kind of fixed on where we are, and there have been lots of activity, discussion, exchange over the last several months between Senator Blackwell, Representative Yancey over on the House side. What's your gut feel about what's going to happen today with this measure? I, b- I believe the bill will pass off the floor. Uh, they've worked really hard to try to put together a good bill. You you never know, uh, but I think that uh, again, Chairman Blackwell's done all he can do. Yeah, you think this is likely to pass as is over in the House, or do you expect conference and some uh, adjustments over there? Anytime something goes over, you know, obviously it's subject to that. I think they'll go through the same amendment process. But the fact that the House and Senate have worked together on a lot of these uh, drafting issues and and trying to communicate with the governor's office, et cetera, uh, I would hope that it would move uh, without much amendment. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you think the governor is uh, satisfied as drafted? You, You know, he's been very clear on what his issues are and how to address those. You think we're there? I think a lot of uh, the issues that have been raised have been addressed. Um, certainly can't speak to the governor, but uh, I do think that it's a bill that it's uh, tried to be put into a medical uh, arena as much as we can. Uh, it is legislation, so sure. there will be things that I'm sure we'll look back and say we need to tweak. Uh, but, you know, we need to take care of business. Well, I think the good news from that perspective, I, I would uh, suspect you would agree, is that by uh, putting this program into place and implementing it via statute so that it can be easily amended by the legislature with signature by the governor is, is a better situation than embedding it in the Constitution where the, that process is a good deal more difficult. Yeah, I, I was on record on the front end that I didn't think it needed to be in the Constitution along with many other things. Uh, so I think that, you know, that that becomes an issue. Um, and, you know, I'm going to – I'm actually going to step the floor and take a roll call vote okay. here. I got you. We understand. We uh, appreciate you joining us. Uh, if you I just, can, no, no, wait. If I yeah. can step away just a second, I'll be right back. Okay, that'd be I'll great. I'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Daniel. All right. So there was a question before the senator – uh, comes back. Uh, Paula Meridian wants to know where we can see a copy. So uh, there, there are various places, uh, Paul, that you can go do searches on the bill. It's Senate Bill 2095. Uh, is there a particular resource, Rhino, you like to use to search for bills? Bill tracks, one I think about. Uh, yeah, I mean, the legislature's website has a pretty good system now compared to what it once was. I agree. But uh, the, the best way to keep up with what's going on minute to minute is to just go to the Mississippi Legislature YouTube, and you can watch the live feed. Yeah. Uh, Mose must be watching. He reports that Je- uh, Chairman Blackwell was disrespectful towards Senator Hill. Uh, I, I don't know that I saw anything. I know Senator Hill has some very strong feelings uh, of uh, some things she would like to see incorporated in the legislation, and, you know, I I, I hope that uh, civility is maintained in the chamber, I, you know, I, and I don't know. That's, that's Moses' opinion. We didn't see it. Appreciate you letting us know. Thompson Greenwood says Legiscan. Yeah, I've used that one as well as a resource. There, there are numerous. Here we got Senator uh, Sparks back. That was Good. quick. That was quick. Had to do a roll yes, call. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we did a roll call. Yes, sir. 
So, uh, uh, but but we do, you know, we we're in a position where we have a lot of things on the table already. Uh, we have ARPA that we have to deal with, and and while I know medical cannabis is important, it's something that needs to be addressed, yeah. and we need to move on to legislation. Yeah, I totally agree. And before I forget about it, uh, congratulations on your recent betrothal there. So I wanted to to uh, just <laughs> extend you congratulations to that. So on a personal matter, we're we're friends, of course, but. Uh, uh, Thank you. Yeah, um, many years of uh, I outkicked out my coverage. <laughs> you did well, <laughs> Senator. Uh, I, we wish you, of course, many years of health, happiness, and prosperity uh, in your new married Thank life. You. Yeah. All right. So the Thank tax you. reform bill that uh, passed the House yesterday. You you are very familiar with that. You and I have discussed that here on the program before, and uh, it looks like it's headed to the Senate. Your thoughts on that at this point? Uh, you know, it, I'm, I'm excited that we're talking about tax relief uh, for Mississippians. Of course, this is the new House plan, yeah. uh, and we want to take the time to glean it. And um, I look forward to diving into the numbers, as you and I know, the devil's in the details. Absolutely. Um, I also am excited that Chairman Harkins will be bringing forth legislation on the Senate side as, as he and the tax study committee uh, will bring legislation that we want to see. And I guess I would say my position is this. I would like to cut taxes on as many Mississippians as possible without raising any taxes. Sure. That's And I feel like the Senate wants to proceed in that uh, manner. Now, as to what I've seen thus far in the bill, uh, there's a couple of things that are interesting out of the gate. Of course, they talked a lot about a fiscal note. I don't recall there being a fiscal note last year. I agree. Um, one of the one of the issues I brought up last year was inflation. Yep. And there's a CPIU, which is the Consumer Price Index, urban, uh, which is referenced in their legislation. That number was seven percent last year. Yep. So we saw a 7% increase in those costs. If you take out food and, um, I believe, energy, it was 5.5%. So-called So Mississippians inflation. are already, correct, Yeah, uh, they're already paying um, more money for the same goods. And we have to consider that they also passed, as has the Senate, a very uh, significant teacher pay raise bill, which is $200 million to $240 million. Yep. Uh, we have commentary that we're going to give raises to other uh, state employees, many who are well-deserving of those raises. We've really got to sit down and say, what are the numbers? What, what is What are we going to spend in government, and then how are we going to collect it? Yeah. You know, as you were d- talking about the, the fiscal note, and, and I, I agree, I don't recall seeing an analysis from the LBO, the Legislative Budget Office, on, on the original tax uh, reform bill that passed the House. But they have produced one here, and, uh, and and just for the benefit of our audience, this is really just when the uh, revenue analyst team from the uh, legislative budget office's office essentially scores the bill. It's it's kind of like what happens at the at the federal level with the congressional budget office. They take a piece of legislation and they score it. I, I think though, and, and I'm looking at it, and there was a question that we had here on the ceasefire tax line somebody asked well how do we pay for these these tax cuts and I, and I know that uh, you've already looked at this obviously and, and and I have as well but just just convey to our audience here so the way that the um, the legislative budget office scores this deal 
it calls for a, a revenue, some revenue reductions as a result of cutting income taxes, grocery taxes, car taxes, um, all, all that goes in. Then there's a tax increase from the increase in sales taxes. That nets out. And then you look at the projected revenue that, that the LBO thinks we're going to get um, in the next year. And they, and they net that, and it shows we still got $815 million. And then in the next year, that would be fiscal year ending 24, $180 million to the good. After all, that's taken into consideration. My concern, if you can stay with us through the break to the next uh, segment, yes, sir. my concern is, what about after that? Because I think this is a bit of an anomaly. Uh, and let's, let's get to that and dig into yes. it when we come back. we got Senator Daniel Sparks. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 66. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 39. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 63. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 47. And for your Saturday, an 80% chance of rain, high near 61. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primo's here in Gladstadt. My dad Jimmy is off hunting again, so I decided to start 2022 by extending the 20% discount on our annual memberships and 15 to 20% off on our firearm classes, including our firearm simulator that is great for friends and family wanting to try their skills at real-life home defense scenarios or good old firearm competition. Come see us soon. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Teachers are thrilled to hear that they're closer to a pay raise. Legislation passed in the House yesterday would increase starting teacher pay by $6,000 and give all teachers a $4,000 raise. Teacher assistants would get a $2,000 raise. But that isn't the only historic legislation being debated this session. The House also passed a bill that would phase out the state income tax. Representative Trey Lamar calls the plan transformative. The first year of implementation, um, single individuals, uh, uh, the first $40,000 uh, that they earn would, would be, they would owe no income tax on that, and that would be 80000 for a married couple. And that would, um, the numbers show that that means that about 50% of all the working people in our state would no longer mm-hmm. owe an income tax. Both bills now head to the Senate for consideration. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. I can see him ripping those epaulets off right now. <laughs> Branded. <laughs> Who came up with that idea for a show? <laughs> Gerard and Rhino, midday, super top Mississippi. Senator Daniel Sparks down there at the state capitol. He is our guest. So, all right, Senator, you know, I support the tax reform and uh, have, have uh, supported, in, in general, what was... Uh, designed last year during the session and and think that the adjustments made here addressed a lot of concerns and make sense. But I will say that anytime I hear uh, this is where I, I depart. I think anytime I hear, well, now's the time to do it because we had a great year and we've produced these surpluses and a rainy day fund is full. These are permanent 
these are permanent. And so my concern is, okay, if we're going to have that sort of downward adjustment to revenue, uh, beyond these couple of years we, where we've got these projections as, uh, as from the LBO that, that we're seeing here in the fiscal note, are, are significant revenue surpluses. Does that continue? And then what happens when that's over? And, and I think it, it boils down to numbers uh, say what they say. Yeah. Uh, math is nonpartisan. Yep. And so if you look at their uh, cash flow, I guess, at the end of the fiscal note that was referenced, it, you, you mentioned the excess that's projected above uh, fiscal year 22, but yet that's without incorporating teacher pay raise. Right. It doesn't c- contemplate that's, the increased expenses from that's, that measure. That's right. Yeah. It sure would That's be right. nice. And uh, so, you know, here's where I stand on that. And I'll just put this question to you. I know there are folks that in the House that oppose the teacher pay raise. And and I know there are, are folks that uh, have issues with the, with the tax reform bill. It would be nice to see uh, some pro formas. I mean, maybe this is just the, the business person. <laughs> I mean, I'd just like to see some pro formas. What does this thing look like for the next five years when you incorporate all that uh, in a model? That's right. And there's something that jumps out to me, too. If you notice uh, in the calculation, there's fiscal year 2023, which is only the last six months. Yeah. And it shows a tax rate increase from 7 to 8.5% being worth $705 million. Yep. And then in the fiscal year 24, which is a full 12 calendar months, it shows the tax rate increase generating $705 million. Same figure in the model the same I'm looking number. at. One of, yeah. one of those numbers has to be wrong. Uh, because it's half the amount of time. Yep. In addition to that, if you look at the uh, income tax as they do it with an exemption, it does not increase. The numbers don't appear to increase. And, and I serve on finance yeah. with Chairman Harkins, and I'll get to ask these questions. I look for that. I'm not trying to you know pick the bill apart, but when I see a six month period of time that references seven hundred five million dollars in a twelve month period of time. I need to figure that out because yeah, be- that's a that's a huge difference. Because the other the other line items were adjusted accordingly to account for the yes. half year, uh, the convention. But yeah, the the column heading is one twenty three through six twenty three for fiscal year twenty three because it would go into effect in January of twenty three in the middle of the right. fiscal year. But fiscal year twenty four it kicks off. Uh, consistent with our fiscal year in the state, which is seven uh, July seven twenty three through six twenty four. Yeah, everything's adjusted there except for the the uh, increase, the revenue increase. Honestly, if the seven oh five million dollar figure is accurate from a half year, that seems uh, honestly a little high relative to if you extrapolate from what current sales tax collections are for a full year that's that's fully a third right there so but with a one and a half percent it, it increase and, and, right and and you do there's no question that we have un, undisputed that we've had seven percent cpi yep now it's also very likely we're going to have additional inflation this year then we're going to add a 1.5 percent tax which is a inflation on cost of goods yep then we also, and I haven't really heard this discussed, so maybe I'm not understanding it correctly, but Section 11 appears to me to allow municipalities to add a 1% tax. Yep, it does. So we could go from 7% plus 1.5, plus yeah. 1 for municipality, plus 2 
for uh, food and beverage. So I'm I'm sensing here. And you end up with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sensing here concerns. You end up with more uh, tax than profit. I got I got you. So I'm sensing here concerns about raising sales taxes in this regard, uh, just because you're you're concerned about inflation already being a tax of sorts, and and this just kind of layers onto that. So what would you like to see? What what's your kind of ideas uh, in reforming our tax structure? Sure. There's a couple of things. One is I would like to see us begin to to continue to pare back. Uh, the rates, not raise the exemption, but to, if you lower the rates, it it actually gives tax relief to those who are high earners. Yeah, and we start with a forty thousand dollar exemption. Yeah, except I would I would just uh, suggest that we got a fairly flat structure now because the, the ten thousand dollars, anything over that's five percent. And with inflation and wage well, we inflation still, too, that that's almost everybody's going to be in that. It pushes more people. Well, up. We still have a four percent, right? We still yeah. have a four percent bracket up there. We do, but I mean that's two hundred bucks, right? So we I can eliminate we can eliminate it, that and give everybody two hundred bucks. Well, we could also lower the five percent bracket, but there's also a consideration that we actually give some refunds in years when you have uh, high revenues. Yeah. And you're actually putting it back to the taxpayer who put it into the treasury. It's their money. You're giving them their money back. Well, I, gotta I like t- that idea. i got to tell you, I've been calling for that. I'm so glad to hear you say that. Can I get you to sponsor a bill? Because we produced a billion-dollar surplus for fiscal year uh, 21 that is not a result of ARPA funds, which do not allow, as you know, to, to make tax adjustments on the basis of the receipt of that $1.8 billion. I'd love to see us take that billion dollars uh, surplus that we generated now that the rainy day fund is refilled and, and uh, re- replenished and rebate that out to the taxpayers on a pro rata uh, model based on the amount of taxes they paid to Mississippi over the last three years. I'd love to see that. And I think you could target each year doing something along those lines where you say, hey, in really good years, we try to return more of it back. In really difficult years, we don't. But if you think about the Mississippi budget, it's it's about $6 billion is the state appropriation number. If we had a 7% CPI, that's a $420 million potentially increase in what Chairman Hobson is going to have to appropriate next year. Now, yeah. I realize some of that salaries, yep. but there are a lot of issues in the state that, that these agencies are going to come in and say, we need more money because when we go out and actually have to purchase things, they're 7% higher, and now they potentially are going to be 1.5% higher and everything else. I know you got a roll call uh, vote coming up, and we're sensitive to that. Yes. Yeah, and then the other thing, and I don't think we can get into it today. We're running out of time, and I know you got to go, but we got to get you back because there are a lot of folks that say, well, why can't we just cut government, cut spending and expenses to fund some of this as well? And that gets uh, into the weeds of a lot of complicated and controversial matters, as you well know. But I appreciate you coming on. What, what else you got before you go? I don't want to hold you up. Oh, not at all. And, and, and I'm, I am listening. I've got somebody letting okay. me know when the next vote comes. Okay. But let, let me do. Let me say this. Okay. I appreciate the House pushing this issue. I, I, I think that it's great that we're talking about uh, less tax burden and um, on Mississippians. But when we get down to it, we do have people on fixed incomes. 
Sure. Uh, we do have people that 7% is eating them up right now. No doubt. Uh, it is good that we're talking about reducing the grocery uh, tax. There are issues that go with that, but we, we won't talk about that. Talking about cutting the car tags, reimbursing the counties, reimbursing the cities. It doesn't matter how many pots you add to and take away from. Right. I hope that we're trying to net lower the cost of government and send more back to the people. But, you know, we're we're looking at 250 million. Uh, we're not talking about community college teachers. Right. Uh, we're not talking about uh, highway patrol. Right. Uh, we're not talking about other uh, agencies. So, you know, we do need to see based on this federal press down of money, which has inflated the money that's come in to know what we're dealing with. And I think a safer way to do that is to do incremental cuts and also in years of high in inflow is turn around and send it back to the people who sent it to us. Yeah, I'm I'm all for that, and have been a, an outspoken proponent of that idea, and 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 I I think I'm pretty regularly share that with everybody we have on the program in the legislature. I, long before we even had this tax reform, we knew we had these big surpluses being driven by all the federal money, and then it wasn't tied to that, but because it's sales taxes, people got money, they're getting money directly from the government, they're spending that's right. it, and that's up, that's increasing our sales tax collections. And that's what's got our our. That's situation. why that one's out yeah, the roof. Exactly. Well, and and we're going to see when people file taxes this time. You've got to remember they've also been getting child tax credits yep. that they're going to realize they're not going to have that credit. They've been getting a check, yep. and they had unemployment benefits that they didn't pay income tax on. I think we're going to have a lot of people come, you know, February uh, that go to file a tax return that normally get a large return that very well may owe money to the federal government as well as possibly the state. Yeah, and the and the IRS is telling us they don't have the resources to get all this done. We appreciate we got a break. We appreciate you coming on. We'll let you get back to the floor. Always. A pleasure, my friend. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You got it. We'll be back. Final segment on Midday's Tickets to Give Away. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now. CancerScreenQuiz.com. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. 
Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. From Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you do when you were there. <laughs> Dance for girls and men, woman. Mr. We could use a man like Herbert Hoover. Ah, yes. All in the family, the great Archie Bunker. Could they air that today on primetime television? I don't think so. No, when, even when, though it was the story of a racist learning to get over his racism, it would still be way too controversial. <laughs> Give away some tickets for us. We got some tickets to Three Doors Down at the Bancorp South Arena on 
April 1st up for grabs. If you don't win today, you can purchase tickets at Ticketmaster.com or swing by the Bancorp South Arena box office. But now you've got a chance to win. All you got to do is be lucky number 13 to text into the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Be the 13th person to text in the word loser. And you'll be a winner of two tickets to see Three Doors Down and Platinum Selling Group Seether at the Bancorp South Arena on April 1st. All right. So what's the word? Loser. Loser. Gotcha. Appreciate that. Uh, lots of folks joining us today on the ceasefire text line, joining in on the conversation. We uh, do appreciate it. It's been a uh, information-packed week, and today was no exception. Appreciate Secretary of State Michael Watson joining us, as well as Senator Daniel Sparks in and out on the floor doing roll calls. Sounds like uh, progress on the medical marijuana bill, and we'll see what happens over there in the House. And, you know, I, I'll just make this statement again to any time folks say, when we're talking about fiscal matters, we should do it this way, that way, and this way, I, again, put that in a model, a mathematical, a mathematical economic model. Just would love to see that. It not, it, rather than just talking the abstract, I mean, that's fine to talk in the abstract, but substantiate those views, those positions with math, with uh, economics, because that's the only way that you can uh, properly address them and, and make well-informed decisions. And this is business 101. I'm not saying anything here that's not widely known. It just seems like often, though, that government, especially those that uh, are in political office, and and they, they are, of course, always concerned about their uh, how, how they are viewed from a political perspective and wanting to make sure that they are in favor with voters to typically to maintain their seats. Understandable. But, but let's just talk about that. Let's, let's discuss these matters definitively and with specifics and with details because you just Otherwise, it's just empty rhetoric. It doesn't, doesn't, really, doesn't really solve the problem. It doesn't persuade. And I think that's part of uh, you know the issue. Let's take the Trump tax cuts as an easy example. All we heard out of the left was, it's just tax cuts for the rich. Well, that's first, it's not true uh, when, you, when you look at data, empirical data from the IRS. But here's the other thing. You can't cut taxes on folks that don't pay any taxes. And when, as we learned from recent reports, 60-plus million of the 110 million total households in this country pay no federal income taxes, well, I, well of course, then when you extend tax cuts, those are going to go to the people who pay taxes. It's Jethro Bodine, not from not equal not kind of deal, or times not. And so that's disingenuous to, to make that assertion. And so and that, it, this is just, a, it's complicated. Taxes, unfortunately, I wish they weren't. They're just brutally complicated. But it's math, just simple math. The Democrats are warning folks, by the way, and they, and they intend to, to leverage this for political gain, these child tax credits. Everybody's disqualified. Some 45 million households, 30 million households, excuse me, have been receiving 
monthly checks from the government in the amount of $300 per child below the age of six in the household and $250 per month for every child above the age of six up to the age of 17. And of course, that was uh, scheduled to be permanently implemented in the Build Back Better, uh, aka Build Back Broker plan. And it did. And so the Democrats are out there warning you're not going to get a check. And it, it saddens me, but I've, I've seen them use this as props. I guess that's what I'm calling them. Individuals out there that say, I, I don't know how I'm going to eat this month, literally, how I'm going to feed my child and me without these child tax payments. And I, I wonder, well, what were they doing before that? Because these have only been out there a year, year and a half. But more importantly... Bill passed. The medical marijuana? In the Senate. Just in the nick of time. Rhino is right on it. We appreciate that. Anyhow, we'll talk about that some more tomorrow. Rhino will be off. and uh, be Will packing. Will, uh, that's great. Will East will be filling in for you. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.